0: I know the vibes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 147 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Antwood, aka Trinidad, and AKA One Half of the Culture. And I got my co-host with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? Shaman J Johnson, aka
1: Jumar Johnson, aka we
0: back. AKA is 1223 on a Wednesday night. And we live in the studio or a Thursday morning, depending on how you feel. And we live in the studio, fresh off the 2 episode premiere of snowfall y'all already know what we getting into if you want to hear all the bullshit all the funny shit all the laughs the blackberry letters and all that listen to episode 146 this is a complete snowfall review discussion um because we're coming to you immediately after the show premiered probably won't be the most in detail review um we'll we'll get into some of the stuff that we missed on the next episode but Two episodes, man. First season without John Singleton behind the uh, behind the pen and behind the direction. How you feel about it? Just raw, raw off the first two. Uh, man, I was just so hyped. Yeah,
1: you know. Uh, yeah, and be perfectly honest, I can't wait to
0: to go watch this shit again. <laughs> yeah, I, it it was funny when we started episode two. I was like, damn. Do I want to just say fuck it? Let's finish watching one and two, and then let's just come back up here tomorrow and do this episode, dog. Because I really want to rewatch these two episodes, and I'm going to. But yeah, I mean we'll do after thoughts or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll
1: get we'll y'all that. <laughs> it may slide to the Patreon.
0: <laughs> I mean, for the one time, if y'all really want to know uh, who was supposed to pe- play Melody, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all the secret, nigga. The actor who was supposed to be Franklin, but no, man, I'm a. i am I liked it. I'm one. I'm happiest back. Man, off top. Let's just get that out the way. We've been waiting what two years for Snowfall to get back. Man, rest in peace, John Singleton. First and foremost. Yeah. Um. My biggest concern was all right with him being passed. This was his brainchild, his baby, his direction. Will they be able to capture the same energy of the show? yes i felt it well, i felt it man
1: the reason i said yes yeah um because like after the second after last season i watched so much stuff about how they created last season mm-hmm. and saw who they had doing mm-hmm. who was the director of photography who was this they, they changed the cameras yeah that they used from season one to season two like it was so much stuff that went in that wasn't just john per se yeah um, i'm like yo this is this
0: gonna be in good. No, he absolutely had a team of creatives behind him to help him craft what what we know and love. But then also if you if you a fan of Snowfall from season one, you noticed that the pacing of the show, right? Season one most people told me, Oh, it was too slow, I get back when everybody came back like, yo, season two was so great, niggas was like, Oh, I'm still on season one, I couldn't finish it, it was too slow. Then niggas watched season two and it was like, oh, it picked up. Then you watch season three and it was like, oh, they turned all the way up. So the the way we were going, the track record shows, season four, you could expect them to jump right into it. And man, they got straight to the shits. Yeah, man. they they
1: And some stuff I was watching leading yeah. up to this show, they was explaining what this season was going to be. And it was basically escalating to what it inevitably was going
0: to come to. Yeah. Um, the um violence. The synopsis for it, uh, the official synopsis, in season four of Snowfall, with the entire nation taking note, the LAPD is diverting serious money and resources into the war on drugs. Franklin will be forced to emerge from his near grave in order to try and regain control over his business and end the rising gang violence in the streets before it turns into an all-out war. You can see it, right? Um, If if you remember the season three finale, and the second half of it. Yo, real quick, before we get into what I'm about to say, I just want to hold a big middle finger up to every one of you niggas who said the finale was trash season three. I didn't understand it. Why didn't they explain what happened to Melody? Where did Mel go? Da, 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 da. Nigga, be patient, dog. This show was not written for you novice TV watchers, bro. Man, that
1: season finale was phenomenal.
0: That shit was one of the greatest, most artistic things I've ever seen in my life. And that's coming from a nigga who's seen a lot of great shit. Um, so, yeah, first of all, I'm I'm saying that because I watched the finale earlier today. But if you remember the second half of—because season— Three's finale essentially was split into two halves, right? It was the alternate universe. If Franklin went, you know, the quote right direction and went to school and did all that. And then it was current day. What's really going on after he wakes up from his coma or whatever he was in after he gets into recovery after Mel shot him. And you could see Man Boy and the Crips forming into what they became forming that war with Scully and the Inglewood the bloods and, and starting what we see in episode one of season four, man. Um, I really love the direction that they're going. Cause this is the part of crack that we can't ignore. Right. Like we starting to get into the part where, all right, it turned from, yo, what is this wild new thing that niggas in the hood is doing to, yo, this shit is actually one of the most disruptive violent corrupt things that's ever been a part of black america we ain't got there yet yeah we ain't got there but you see it forming what, what we
1: see forming is oh niggas are making a lot of money selling mm-hmm. this shit, and i want in mm-hmm. and you fucking up my money
0: and that's where the violence came in right niggas is making so much money and i want in that if you don't let me in i'ma still come in yeah And then the other part of it is niggas is making so much money and I'm already in, but I see how much more you making than I am. And I just want more. I want more. I see you making so much more, nigga. I need to be a part of that, dog. Because we see a little bit of that with Franklin and Leon. Their relationship ain't ain't the greatest right now because Leon and finally got a taste of being a man, right? I ain't a number two no more. Over here in the projects, I'm that nigga. I got women coming in and out the crib. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm talking to them crazy. My afro done got bigger, nigga. I ain't got the little fro from season one and two no more. I'm going crazy. It's a difference in finance when you are running your own shit. But he also realized by the end of the episode when they ran out of work, nigga, I ain't who I thought I was. A lot of shit going on, man. So let's start episode one of the two episode premiere. They came right out the gate, man man boy and scully having a war they jumped right into it so
1: now that i think about
0: it yeah i'm not sure
1: because i thought about it some more Mm -hmm. i'm not sure how far after this episode is from last season season finale yeah because it started off at a funeral because man boy had killed somebody yeah and when you think about the season finale, yeah. they went to old boy hood.
0: Yeah. They went over to the bottoms,
1: shot him up yep. and then you see him leaving away. So that could have been the murder.
0: Yeah. That funeral that they were at. Yeah. It could have been. But then the other part of it, to your point, we don't know the timeline. We could be as the audience being left to just assume they've been at war since that moment we saw in the finale. Right. Like all right, we saw Manboy in 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 the Blue Gang. They ain't acknowledged them as Bloods and Crips yet. But we saw them come over there, shoot shit up in the bottoms, and then the last thing we saw was Scully and his crew was going to retaliate because we don't know how what the time frame
1: was before between when Franklin got shot and that scene. Yeah, yes, yeah. he was in a
0: hospital. How much had gone on since then? Yeah, he, he clear. It, it had been some
1: time because he was not. He was. Patched up,
0: yeah. You know what I'm yep. saying. He
1: wasn't like he didn't have like bandaged the blood coming. Like yeah. He was already patched up. He had a cane. He was leaving the hospital, so it yeah. had to
0: be some weeks, minimum. And then in this episode, the the premiere episode, it starts with Franklin getting dressed to go to that funeral. Right. We don't initially know who funeral he going to. So the way they were talking initially, shit. We even said it in the studio when we was watching. Like, damn. I wonder if Man Boy got killed. Like, I thought it was we ain't male. know. And Vigor beginning of the episode,
1: he's in his room getting dressed, and yeah. he picks up an old birthday card or something from mail, and and it's her his, him, you know, her writing to him and saying, "Mail." Like if you go into a funeral
0: and now you reminiscing over,
1: yeah, uh, you know, this card that he specifically wouldn't got,
0: yeah, so. yeah. Um, come to find out, it was one of Scully people, probably a, a top lieutenant, maybe even his number two. We don't know. The character per se or his importance but um, it was one of his men and when Franklin got there he trying to talk to Scully and let him know like yo my condolences to you and the gang I hate what happened and that nigga Scully like dog man boy out of control nigga bitch ass nigga don't know when to fucking shut up now he's shooting my nigga like come on dog he done lost his mind Franklin trying to keep the peace off top Franklin's thinking business-like. I don't know that you could think business with a nigga like Scully, man. He's irrational. He fucked up off the sherm. He kind of moves on some real different shit. Franklin's approach to trying to talk to him and tell him, like, yo, y'all got to cut this out. I just don't think that that was ever going to get through to a nigga like Scully, man. Right.
1: But I mean, but his whole thing was, I... The link between both of them. Yeah, maybe I can calm them down because y'all fucking up the money. Yeah, man, and that's man, the I wild like his, part. I like his approach at first. Like, hey, I'm here to send my condolences. Yeah, um, anything I can do on both sides to yeah. squash this beef. And then let the me thing
0: know. I had forgotten about the little nugget, that little detail: Scully, baby mom and girlfriend is man boy's sister who's also Simone on All-American. So that little piece was important because now it like, at least for the initial part of the episode, I'm like, oh, I wonder if she going to play. The closer they get to her brother, I wonder how she going to play this. Because she was very much in the room when Franklin and uh, Scully was having them discussions, right? But while they at the funeral, Scully looked up at the, the cross. And what did he say? Yeah.
1: I wonder how hard it was to, to keep that Jesus nigga up there on that cross.
0: <laughs> and that's when I knew. All right, Scully <laughs> Scully came right back on bullshit, man. Um, shout out to Stacey. Uh, I thought that as soon as he said that, all right, we know what we about to get into. Then when Franklin flipped it, went to the other side, went to go see Man Boy like, yo. Well, see, before this, he met with Teddy. Facts.
1: Um, he had a conversation with Teddy and was basically
0: in the in the Mexican nigga.
1: Um, well, no, well, just Teddy though.
0: Well, but they walked was, off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh,
1: they having a conversation about you know what's going on and everything. And he like um, Teddy
0: told him get you. your people out of, get your people in control.
1: Yeah, he said, "I can't help you." But then he shared a story about how the CIA had two different countries that was beefing, and he said basically we had to pick a side Mm -hmm. and help somebody get rid of the other side.
0: Yeah, so then that becomes Franklin's plan. I if I can't get these two niggas to mutually decide to calm down, then we got to figure out how to get them. I'm going to pick a side, and I'm going to pick the the side that's best for my business. Because in the long run, I think no matter what I do, the end result will be the best for my business, but who do you think he should pick? My opinion, I, I would have knocked off Manboy because Manboy's smart. Not saying Scully ain't smart; he clearly ain't an idiot based on what happened at the beginning of the second episode. But Scully get himself arrested at some point. Yeah, and and that's the thing: a nigga like Scully. He gonna come. He gonna get his drugs. He gonna buy. You don't have to worry about him outthinking you. He come in to do the most basic man to man, hand to hand shit, and then he going home. Manboy thinking we already had it season three where Manboy was talking about, "Yo, nigga, I'ma need the shit at this cost, or I'ma find myself another supplier." Yo, Leon trying to take over my corners. He fucking with my niggas. I'ma find another supplier. Like you don't want to work with a nigga like that. Because he, he knows that right, I'm i not dumb. I can go and do this same shit with another nigga and get money right. at a better rate. I would have got rid of man boy. What about you?
1: Uh, I would have probably went. I don't know, man. The only thing um, I would, because Auntie made that good point. Yeah. Like, oh, boy, he crazy, but he, he gets his money. He stays the fuck out the way. We yeah. ain't got to worry about he him. He loyal. You know what I'm saying? Now, man boy... Um, been stuck around do all this shit and he's smart the whole nine yards but the nigga a little bit too smart mm-hmm. always pushing the boundaries, trying to see and he was like Look, if he wipe all them niggas we next yeah only thing about that is I would be more afraid of man boy and if I tried to get him and they didn't I didn't get got like if I didn't accomplish it yeah, I'm yeah. more afraid of him uh, I think he got a bigger reach I think he got more niggas than. than I
0: mean shit If we just think in Bloods and Crips It's more Crips Off top
1: <laughs> We know a, that he for got a fact a bigger reach yeah. You know what I'm saying And, and he's a, a thinker So he yeah. might out plan and plot And try to strategize And, yeah. shit, so.
0: and uh, shit Just regionally Manboy is the Compton nigga Scully's the Englewood nigga Specifically the Bottoms in Englewood Scully runs one project in one area of Inglewood, man boy runs Compton, bigger reach, like you said. So definitely uh, something to which side you do, de- because what we saw was, and we're going to get into the detail of it, but you come at Scully and miss you're equally going to have a problem on your hand. Like the the problem with man boy, if you had came at him and missing, yeah, you're going to have an issue, but it ain't like missing. Scully was like, Oh shit, I could do that. And I'm still good. Like, nah, it's, you you going to fuck it up. What we also learned was, um, what essentially how the operations been going since Franklin been down. So Franklin been at the house at his parents' crib. Yep, Aunt Louie and Unc been running shit through the club. The whole time, Louie then ran the whole operation. First of all, I'm happy she back. Yeah. Um, last year, uh, the actress was pregnant. She wasn't in a lot of the episode. Season three didn't have her in much of that season. For her to be back, like if if you're a, a day one watcher, you remember like season one and two on Louie was as much of a part of this shit as Leon and Franklin. Dog. Like the reason it is it gets- literally. So I'm um, happy to have her back. Excited to see what they do with her character, but. Her and Unc been running shit out the club.
1: Yeah, well, she been running point um because she meets with Teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she been running point. She got the smarts. She you know um we cleaning money through the club. Mm-hmm. Every, these are everybody.
0: Uh, pay dates and the
1: whole nine yards. Yeah. She, she's doing what she's what she She's doing what
0: she needs to, what do. She need to do to keep shit afloat. Um, uh,
1: she showed Franklin everything. Showed him the money. Said we hiding it everywhere we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave her an update on everybody who's uh you know delivering, not delivering the whole nine yards. Um, so she's been running point. Um, uh, Unc been out there. He was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm, I've been happy that y'all. Holding it down, it can't be easy. Like yeah. this damn, damn right like
0: dangerous, <laughs> motherfucker, hazardous. Is what he said. Do you think Unk get the respect in the streets? Like I don't, I don't know if Unk seem a little older. Yeah. So I don't know. The ne- young niggas never respect the old niggas. It's a fact. And Unk was, I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna call him small time, but Unk was just selling small weed. Time. You know what small I'm saying? You was selling weed. You wasn't do the business they're currently doing with crack. You weren't doing with your weed. Even if you was like that nigga with the weed. Like these niggas is doing millions per week out this motherfucker. Some of them doing millions per day. So I don't know if Unk is as respected in these streets. And then Louie being a woman, even though Louie's smart as shit, she know what the fuck she doing out there. But being a woman in this game, again, kind of hard. You saw she couldn't even get Leon to come and be ganged, nigga. Again, this Franklin, quote, best friend and shit. This is men's. Speaking of Leon, man, we get reintroduced to Leon. Leon in the projects, he running shit over there, kind of operating on his own. Louis says she couldn't really get that nigga on board. And then we see Leon again. First thing you say is, "Yo, you know, your mom wouldn't let us come visit you when you was recovering, right? Like, so it's the reason for the disconnect initially, dog. And Franklin, like, yo. I know that, you know, she wouldn't let a nigga out the house and shit. But, hey, guess what? I'm back now. Yeah. And I want to get shit back rolling. I know you've been doing your thing in the projects, nigga. That's cool. I need you with me. I need you to rock with me. You my man, dog. And that nigga Leon say, "Mm, I mean, I'm kind of running shit over here, dog. I ain't really that interested in driving you around no more. Damn. Driving me. Damn. Drive, motherfucker. I mean, he in his feelings over that shit. but he in his feelings early. Like, goddamn, nigga, I ain't seen you in however long. Shortly
1: after the drive, motherfucker, I got shot up. Hey. So we ain't never really reconciled, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Mm. Uh, I hold you because you be well, you be way too emotional. Yeah. I mean, I was saying all last season how fucking emotional he is and how stupid he is.
0: Yeah, hey. But, you know, look the, at him. The penultimate, the penultimate scene from, uh, from season three after Leon... Came and bullied his way onto one of Man Boy Corners. Man Boy came back like, yo, this nigga tried to take over my corner. Got into it with my mans and them. So, nigga, I need them keys at 10 a key. And I need that shit ASAP. And Compton, he is the man. <laughs> yeah. And Leon essentially almost fucked up the biggest fucking uh, Primera. Because he was emotional, dog. He always into it with somebody, and yeah. he never he never
1: listens to Franklin. Yeah, attitude
0: you, he ass nigga. When man. I told
1: you your, your your woman shouldn't be in the trap house,
0: man. You begged man. and beefed out over this shit. I let her come in, Yeah, hey, and then she started cooking up coke, start stealing, start stealing, start using, start using the crack. You beefing with man boy. start giving niggas the rest. She gave man boy in them the recipe,
1: man. You you. She wanna here, stole money from us, Yo, got cracked.
0: Half the leverage, I forgot about that piece, half the leverage man boy has. Yeah, he's smart and charismatic and he do a lot of shit that Franklin do. But half the leverage is, nigga, I know how to do this shit too. Because I learned from the motherfucker who cooked it for you, nigga. Like, I don't necessarily need you. Like, the product is probably the best I'm going to get. But if I really wanted to, I could find this shit elsewhere, dog. Damn, yeah, that's why Man Boy be kind of having that smirk. Like, mm, nigga, I run this shit myself, dog. So when Leon don't come back on board, clearly he's still emotional about whatever. Told that nigga directly, I thought that was a good callback. I don't want to drive you around no more. And Franklin
1: is trying to make amends because he want to be friends.
0: Yeah. Like, yo, can you, you- still my mans.
1: So one of the things- uh he had like a little chick in the crib with him. And she like, you do going to call me later? He's like, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's how he dismissed him. So when Franklin asked him, like, yo, you going to come on New Year's Eve to the party and all the other good stuff? Yeah, you coming to Louis' spot? He's like, we'll see. And then he was, I might stop by for a little while, but like your yeah. first yeah. answer was
0: to dismiss. He flexing on him. He flexing on him, man. He and his feelings.
1: Extremely. But like, if we being real, you can't fuck with me. No. You know what I'm saying? You too emotional. You're not as smart as me, but you want me to you want to be respected on the same level as me. You can't.
0: So one thing we know about Leon just from seasons one through three. Leon ain't as smart as he needs to be to be in the position that he wants to be in like nigga you can't be that guy you're not that smart yeah you got a lot of shit that you brought to the table initially when Franklin was still kind of wet behind the ears and all that you was the hood friend you was the street nigga that had just got out of ju- juvie or whatever the fuck like you had that behind you and shit initially you was the enforcer but now it's like nigga you ain't even that you just yeah. kind of a you a underboss nigga it don't really work like that Um, some we miss. You just and your boss is my man's mm. Mm. Um, after the funeral for the blood, Scully got back. So he asked, you know, I wonder how long it took for them to crucify or keep that Jesus nigga on the cross. So then he went and got at man boys number two, man boys lieutenant, um, which stood I what was dog name Boo, Boosie, something like that. Yeah, Boosie. So. He was the light-skinned cat that was with Man Boy. He was he was Man Boy's Leon. And in this episode, little they having a little kickback. He got a little shorty at the party. She trying to take him back. And soon as we saw kind of how she was moving, we was like, yo, she's setting him up. She even asked Man Boy to come join them. And I'm like, yeah, she's definitely setting them up. Like, let me get them both in the room if I can, so they could get set up for the wet up. Uh, she was way too cold. Yeah. Uh, that was the coldest woman they've had on the show
1: yeah. uh, so far. Um, so I was like, yo, she she setting this thing up.
0: And then Man Boy, he had a little chick with him. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, I'll catch you next time. But then she took Boosie out back. Boosie like, yo, y'all cover y'all ears. They closed the door. They go to the little back patio area. And then she go down like she about to give dogs some of that wop. And next thing you know, pow, here come two killers ready to tear dog ass up, man. And that's exactly what they did. They crucified him in the park, put him on a cross in the baseball field. Some wild shit, man. Message. Message. That nigga Scully came through acting as crazy as they say Scully is, dog. That shit, wow. Wow. It was wild, but it was also wilder how they introduced it, right? You had them little, that random family walking through the park. I'm like, who the fuck is these niggas? And then the little yeah. boy saw him up there. And why you can't see a body through a fence? Yeah, because how you let them go to the other side of the gate? Come on, mom. Like, be better. Single moms, man. <laughs> <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> like, geez, it's not like it's hard. Gosh, can't watch a kid at the park can't keep them away from dead bodies. You can't multitask. Like, come on, single moms. Anyway, <laughs> we getting in trouble already. I already hear it. It's just jokes. It's just jokes. So um, after that, we kind of know the vibe. This is when Franklin, once words start getting around about what Scully and the Bloods did, this is when Franklin's like, right, I, I got to take that advice Teddy gave me and get this shit under control. So he asked Anlu and Unc and Peaches, they didn't brought Peaches back. Shout out to D-Ray, I don't know. Shout out for him and the 17 words he going to say for the yeah, entire he not Yeah, they not giving Peaches a ton of dialogue, but I'm glad my dog is back on the show. So he asked them, like, yo, who y'all think we should pick? Like, I want to pick a side, but I don't know which side to pick. And that's when Louie tried to wire him up. Like, nigga, man boy is smart as you. He always trying to get some extra shit i don't know if he the one you want to go with because once he gets scully out the way who's left for this nigga to compete with it's just you cool makes sense but then the other part is the unpredictability of scully right like but he
1: is predictable because he get his money he stays his fucking
0: he, and and they said yo scully's loyal but it's like he still does a lot of fucking drugs and be tweaking and be off some shit. And like if he have a bad vibe, which we're going to get into, he might go left and do his own thing. Well, I mean, because they just suppliers. Yeah. So you
1: can do whatever the fuck you want to. Um, Just keep buying my
0: product, please. So in an effort to set Scully up, because I guess what we were left to believe was that I, Franklin, chose man boy. Now, in this scene,
1: it it, kind of brings, highlights your point. Scully wasn't sure what was going on, because Franklin pulled up to his crib with a fucking sniper rifle, yeah, and gave it to him, and he like, yo, y'all niggas beefing, I'm picking a side so we can get back to business. Yeah. He was so like, nigga, are you are you are you trying to get me? I think y'all are fucking around with me. He got paranoid right away. He asked everybody, but then he asked his baby mama, mm-hmm. which is man boy Who's sister, man boy
0: sister? Yeah. And was
1: like, yo, is everything good essentially? And she ain't seemed to have no objection. So
0: Yeah, she definitely didn't seem like the most concerned with her brother. Um, or his safety, but Scully was absolutely paranoid initially. Like, I, I don't really know about this shit. Because you done brought me a, a rare sniper rifle. You done offered to get me more artillery. You literally came in with the rifle and said, nigga, we can get you as many of these as you want. Go with and you. some Uzis. And you could come with me to the uh, Iranian, Iraqian, nigga, crib, my supplier, who I get them from, if you want to see if the shit is real, nigga. Like I'll I'll walk you in there to shake his hand. So it's like, who was the? Why did he, was his white homeboy supposed to be the? No, the.
1: Uh, but what I'm saying is like, why, why was he at the? Why was he at the shootout?
0: Oh, the extra nigga, the white boy. Yeah, yeah I have the, no the clue.
1: Because like, I have no clue. He must have been standing in as the arms dealer because mm, he was from from what. Because
0: that definitely wasn't Artie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, that wasn't Avi.
0: It, Avi, Avi, yeah, um, yeah.
1: So, like, he must have been standing Arno, in though. as the arms dealer because
0: mm-hmm. there's literally no reason that you should be. Yeah, there. I don't know why he was there. Because you remember, we looking at and Niggas literally pointed in the back. Like, who the fuck is this white nigga in the back?
1: Yeah, that's that's him. Yeah. And, like,
0: if old boy was coming. He would have needed to think. That, yo, this is oh, Who's the, the dealer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. Had him up there to the front. But he never got a chance to front because the plan was fucking wild. So Franklin went to Manboy after he went to Scully. And he told Man Boy, yo, I want to see you win. I want to see you come up, nigga. So how about we make it where we pull Scully out the fucking bottoms, and get him to meet us, and y'all can ambush that nigga. Manboy, like, nigga... You just going to give them to me just like that? Like, that's what it is?
1: How I know y'all can
0: trust you. Man. Hey, you don't. And you don't. And he told him straight up, you don't know. You have no clue. But if you want to trust me, nigga. He said, come with me. I'll show you. Come with me. And so the plan. Now, that threw me off guard. When he told him, come with him. When he went to Man Boy, period. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know who. When they never said directly who they who he chose to stick with and who he chose to set up so when he told man boy that after telling scully what he told him and giving him the gun and artillery it's like i right, maybe he's trying to set him up you even said it he trying to have them kill each other yeah they kill each other you essentially get to start over nigga, with two niggas who don't hate each other hopefully but i didn't like the plan i didn't like the plan I mean the plan was I didn't like the execution. I ain't like that either. So the plan was I'm actually going with Man Boy and his side and we gonna pull Scully out and actually ambush this nigga. So they had them come down to the warehouse for the meetup. Man boy and all his gang was in the uh the container joints. Yeah. And they was hiding out. Peaches was in there kind of running point. Like, yo, y'all niggas stay in here. Y'all be quiet. Don't move until exactly when I tell you niggas to move. One of them niggas was kind of off smoking his game. Smoking a cigarette. He's smoking a square. Peach is like, dog, put that shit out. They can see the smoke. Nigga, we in a container. It's holes. They can see the smoke. Nigga. I don't want to smell the shit either. Don't want to smell the shit at all. So Peach is trying to get them niggas in order. They got the whole gang there. Peaches there. Unk, unk there. Franklin there. The fake Avi there. Scully and them pull up. As they driving up, Scully doing the dope. He doing dope. He put the fucking sherm in, his sherm in his earlobe in the canal just to let niggas know he not fucking around with the sherm. Nigga heard you. That's crazy. He was doing that shit different. That's like when the first nigga. Bobby even got
1: your son stealing cars.
0: That's like the first nigga to shoot the heroin in a foot vein. Like, what made you go that route? Like, relax, Earl Manigault. You ain't got to do that. <laughs> you ain't got to do that, GOAT. Shout out. Man, I forgot he played that. Man, Don Cheetah, boy, appreciation. Appreciation. So Scully and the gang driving up. Scully throw the fucking Sherman in the air. They getting ready. And when they pull into the warehouse, he loading up the, the, the clip on the rifle that Franklin gifted him. And he pulling in and he like, yo, you see that? And his gang and them like, nigga, what is you talking about, dog? He like, man, park the car, dog. So they park a little further back than they might have had he not been tripping. But he got off the car and he basically like, yo, y'all niggas feel the vibes in this motherfucker?
1: He's got that vibe.
0: He ain't like the vibes, dog. And he, it's one thing to not like the vibes it's another thing to not like the vibes when you holding a Russian sniper rifle nigga. Great, the, the sniper rifle from that uh, <laughs> a movie about that sniper who was American <laughs> fucking American sniper nigga <laughs> yeah that was one of the all time funniest questions you ever asked that nigga say, what's the name of that movie about that American sniper nigga said American sniper nigga oh man but Scully like yo I don't like the energy in this motherfucker man and he start looking around, he pull a strap out, and he end up shooting out a light in the warehouse, one of them big-ass industrial lights and shit. And then they say, yo, it's not time to go yet. Yeah, Peach is literally in this fucking container joint with the whole gang. He like, yo, it's not time. They too far away. But when Scully shot the light out, young dog who was smoking a cigarette just got amped, like, yo, nigga, fuck it, we out. And he jumps out the container and just starts shooting at whatever, dog, aimless as fuck. Hits nobody, nigga. Or at least That's nobody important. important. Nobody important gets hit. And then it becomes a fucking all out war, dog. Now initially I thought Franklin got shot. Did he get hit? No. It looked like he had got hit. But uh that like okay. He was already fragile. He was just yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the cane and shit. But let's talk about it for a second. Even if Scully and the gang pull up. They get close enough to get killed, whatever, whatever. Like, man, boy, and them jump off. Scully and them still have artillery, bro. Like,
1: And I'll just turn around
0: and. Yeah, like Scully's the only one in there with a fucking Russian sniper rifle. Like, he going to get some off, dog. But the, I guess the only thing is that they got the drop because they can come at them from both sides. Okay. So, I don't know. Yeah, I just I didn't love the plan, um but to your point, the execution was worse than anything ever because young dog clearly didn't listen. Uh, this was probably a case of having too many Indians in that motherfucker anyway cuz it was two containers full of Crips. Like I think one would have sufficed, nigga. It was a it was four bloods that pulled up in a car. Nigga just start letting off like yeah, yeah. like you shooting at whatever, dog. And unfortunately that shit didn't work. So bunch of random niggas get hit. Franklin gets out of there. One thing we didn't mention, I'm only throwing it out there because I think it'll probably play a, a bigger part as the season goes on. Franklin got a new bodyguard.
1: Yeah, because um, his number one is
0: yeah. in hood. <laughs> yeah, Leon don't want to work with him. And Lerp. Lerp is the new bodyguard. Um, Vietnam War vet, kind of crazy. But apparently he the shooter, though, so. I forgot what the
1: first L stands for, but Recon something, something, something Recon. Um, I forget what the fucking LERP stands for. It was
0: L-R-R-P. Man. Yeah. Man. Fucking Reconnaissance uh, Pop yeah, Smoke. It was nigga. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, LERP got him the fuck up out of there when they was in the warehouse. Protecting them, made sure ain't shit happened to him. And uh when they go back, they run back to Louie Club. Louis and they're freaking out, like, yo, where the fuck is Jerome at? Where's Jerome? Lurk was like, Look, my only concern was getting Franklin out of there safe. You know that. Like, come on, this is who I work for. I don't work for Jerome, nigga. I work for Franklin Saint. So Louis going crazy, they paging Jerome, they calling him. He walks in, he got peaches on him the way I like how they had him walk in because you didn't know who had got hit. And then Jerome, like, oh, I'm straight. Peaches, the one got shot, nigga. Yeah. Peaches had a little in and out bullet went straight through. Wasn't nothing. Boy, if you get shot on TV, it's always in and out. Man, quick, quick. That bitch don't never get lodged, do it? Well, unless you, uh, Scully. That bitch got lodged straight in his shoulder. We're going to get to that, dog. So they get in there. Peaches is straight. But then the confusion is, I. Right. Is he dead? Well, did Scully get hit, nigga? Like, did he get killed? Because that was the mission kill Scully. Now Franklin's starting to freak out because couldn't nobody confirm. And Unk even said, like, no, no, man, boy, got him. Because what Scully told him is, like, boy, if you double to me,
1: I'm going to make it hard for you and your whole family.
0: Yeah, yeah. So essentially Franklin had two niggas who he was planning on trying to figure out who he was going to double-cross, and they both told him, nigga, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't play with me, Franklin Saint, nigga. I'll make this shit real bad for you. Scully, I believe. Because he also seems like a nigga who don't care as much about the money as he do about not getting, like, don't hold me, bro. Yeah, he wants his revenge. Yeah, man. So... We're not sure if Scully actually got killed or not. They keep showing like little flashbacks to the scene. I don't want them be for man boy either. I want to man boy got a lot of manpower. Yeah, and he does. He the nigga that
1: does too much. Yeah, like he, you punch somebody, they stab you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you step on a foot, he shoots you. Yeah, like he, he seemed like he do too much.
0: Scully see Jesus in the church and crucify you. So these niggas is different, (laughs) dog. But um. When they flash back to the shootout, they kind of show Is that different. Shootout
1: by the beach, twenty deep, with your gun
0: jammed. Oh. it's fucking late. <laughs> oh man, that shit should not have been that funny. <laughs> so when they flash back to the shootout, uh, they kind of show different vantage points every time somebody's telling their story of what they saw. And each time you don't know if Scully actually got hit or not. You can't tell. Like, you see an angle from Unk. You see an angle from Manboy. You see an angle from Franklin. You see one from Peaches. You don't know if Scully actually got hit. So then everybody just like, nigga, go ask Manboy. So Franklin go ask him, like, yo, nigga, you kill that nigga? Manboy quick to, man, you know I got that nigga. Like, And it's like, all right, maybe you did, but is you sure he did, though? Nigga don't know. No, he said I yeah, got I him. He said he got him, but I'm saying.
1: He did. I did it
0: myself. man. And it's like, yeah, but is he dead, though, dog? And then we find out Scully wasn't dead. We knew he wasn't dead, though. Yeah.
1: Um, I like how this is shot. There was some scenes in here that just look super cold. Nah. Well, maybe we just say that is that there's a woman in this episode Um, that Franklin knows that he talked to. Yeah. Parties and shit like that. I don't know where this woman comes from, uh, maybe I'll catch it on my second watch,
0: Um, but I don't trust her. No, I don't trust her at all, so she kind of, she appeared at Aunt Louie Club, or a club, I don't know if that was Louie Club, but she appeared at a little party that they was having, and then we see her later. What I don't trust about her is how much Franklin trusts her. Yeah. Because it's like, even if this is somebody you might know from around the way or from back at the crib or whatever, like um she just know you franklin sane and you got beef with these niggas and you tried to double cross one set but now that you did and it ain't go that way you gotta figure out a way to resolve it like why she know all that nigga i don't trust it dog but the night of louis party leon comes in leon so he said he was gonna stop by say what up though and he did exactly that. But when he came in, he seen the Mexican dude screaming. What Sc- you doing? Screams immediately. What the fuck this nigga doing here? What the fuck this nigga doing here? Read it, nigga. It's like fam. It's a party. He here having a good time. He here with the CIA. Like you probably want to relax. But he going crazy because the Mexican dude is part of the Mexican faction that killed Kevin. He still care about fucking Kevin, man. Kevin was a waste of fucking skin. Fam, Kevin was finna be a snitch. He was a whole ass nigga and he had done the damn crack. Like, no, we didn't really need Kevin on the team, dog. Sorry. He would have been a liability had he lived longer anyway. Which, I mean, it's just facts. So, Leon, like, no, nah, he had Kevin killed, la da da, him and that other bitch. Doo-doo-doo. Leon, why you so emotional, bro? Emotion, like relax on that Carl Thomas shit. It ain't that deep, dog. But what he also did, one disrupt the party. Two Teddy's still there. Teddy's standing right there. You can't you're not gonna hurt this Mexican dude.
1: I just I just don't understand like the Mexican angle. Well that <laughs> I just don't understand why man boy not man boy, Leon Leon's so fucking
0: stupid. Like, he like, oh, are you doing... Like, that's emotional, man. You sound like a woman. Leon a very fragile nigga, dog. And the problem with fragile dudes is... Again, to the point we was making about Scully. And Scully's not a fragile dude in this show, but fragile niggas are similarly unpredictable, dog. Scully, you gotta worry about how he gonna react as far as, like, what his actual actions might be. Fragile niggas like Leon... It's just more about like, all right, is he going to do some whole ass shit? Like, I never understood how niggas who kill niggas be still mourning. Yeah. Like, my niggas, like the come man. on, dog. When your man's got popped, all right. And you still mourning Kevin from two seasons ago, bro? Let that go. He got killed, dog. It happened. He was finna fuck shit up with Franklin anyway. And again, had he did that, nigga, y'all wouldn't even be in no position right now. You wouldn't be running shit. Whole-ass nigga, dog. So Leon fucked the whole party vibe up, which I also hate when niggas do that. Like, don't fuck up the vibes, nigga. Call me later. We could talk if you had an issue. Real quick, though, because one thing Leon was mad about, I'm mad about, too. Why the fuck's the Mexican nigga still there? Hey, man, I'm tired of the Mexican angle. Now,
1: in this particular season or episodes, at the very least, He's tied in with Teddy, so it's kind of yeah, like... Some they down in Tijuana
0: business. doing something. But,
1: man, wrap this on up, dog. Teddy could literally do the show by himself, and I would not care.
0: Yeah, I... Again, I mentioned his Season 2 and Season 3, I thoroughly enjoyed Teddy's character and his angle. also feel like in Season 3, specifically, they used him the right amount. Yep. Like, they didn't OD. Season 1 and 2, they kind of OD'd a little bit. Season 3, it was perfectly balanced. Teddy and the CIA shit... And it always made sense. Like even on the finale when they did the flashback or the alternate world, rather, it was like, oh, Teddy came to the college and like did like a job search essentially. And and again, he recruited Franklin. And it was like, oh, that's dope that no matter what, their paths always would have crossed even in the alternate universe. That's hard to me. Keep Teddy around. Mexican dog, I have no clue why he's here. You wrap this shit on up, man. Why's he here? Like, he just... We even got a new one. At this point, facts, at this point, all he's shown himself to be or all they've shown him to be is just a brute, just a big brute. And I'm like, we don't need that on the show. Like, we have enough characters that are like that already. Shit, Unk is like that. That fat nigga who Leon Bodyguard is like that. Jesus Christ. Like, they already have that character. We don't need the Mexican dude who y'all trying to turn into one of the main people to just be a big brooding presence in this show, like it's just unnecessary, dog. What else happened, man? Um, let's talk about Franklin parents for a minute. One, did you know Franklin Dad was running the homeless shelter, or is that did we find that out today?
1: Um, I think that's something that we found out today
0: because we knew he had been
1: homeless. Yeah, I think um, I think that uh, well, Franklin money is running that shit. We found out later, but yeah, yeah, I didn't know he ran the homeless shelter. Yeah,
0: um, or the rehab facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also find out some new journalists in town trying to take shit over and make it hot. Um, so we got a new segment that I don't care nothing about. Yeah, they they don't have to keep adding in unnecessary character. And if I'm gonna keep it real, man. Y'all don't have to keep adding to the non-black cast. I mean, let's be real. And and the reason I say that, it's not on some like, yo, I, I just want to see the black people I mean, on this so show. Culture. I mean, no, no, no. And I love the black Maybe people. you seen our logo. It and I love.
1: It, it has and, Kente Cloth on it.
0: <laughs> I mean, and again, nigga, you've it, seen the logo. Black culture is pop culture. Y'all know the vibes. But, oh, that's our tagline. Why have I never thought of that? Black culture is pop culture, nigga. You know the vibes. Oh, y'all know the fucking vibes, nigga. The fucking vibes t-shirts is coming. Um, this week in culture, because black culture is popular. Pop culture. Woo! Culture. Pop culture. yeah, y'all better get with it, dog. Um, merch on the way. Merch on the way. But the journalist lady, an Asian woman from the Crenshaw district, According to her, <laughs> like, she Crenshaw a Jace, nigga. If you knew it for a Hampton. Yeah, she she was at UCLA. I'm, you was at UCLA in 68, too, huh? Let me say, do you know me? <laughs> no. Wait, motherfucker. No, motherfucker. Just because you was at the fucking Black Panther rally in 68, nigga, first of all, it's 30 years later. Let's start there. Uh Or 20 years later. At least. Yeah, 20 years later, minimum. Second of all, nigga just cuz you fucking was at the rally don't mean I remember you nigga. Like it's LA. There were more Asian women at the rally too, dog. It wasn't just you, fam. Right. Like let's just get that right. But where she started off getting in the fucking shit, her little intern or assistant or whatever brought her some shit on the story about Andre getting killed and who did it. And he brought some details over about Melody and about Franklin. I wonder how they they just accepted
1: that Franklin got shot by a stranger.
0: Yeah, because we learned in uh, whichever one of the episodes it was that Franklin never told what happened. He said, nigga, he don't know who shot him. So he never snitched on Mel. So nobody's looking for Mel. Which is quite remarkable. Yeah. Considering he got shot literally inside her house and the only other person who ever lived there was already dead. And his funeral was occurring when Franklin got shot. So yes, wow. I it feels as easy as pie putting that together, who killed or who shot Franklin, but okay. Um but anyway, so once we learn that, yeah, nobody's really looking for Mel, it's like, all right, well, fuck is going on, nigga. I'm glad they addressed it though. Um, but anyway, the little intern dude comes over to the to the journalist, tells her what he knows. He got on his mother. I think I'll tell her what I know. I think I gotta tell you what I know. And he went over there. Them GTG niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so he went over there, he told her what he knew. Them Inglewood niggas. Man, man, And uh he let her know, like, yo, man, I I found out this about Melody and uh the cop, Andre that got killed, and then this about her next door neighbor, woo woo, woo. And he gave all this info up, and now the journalist is intrigued, so she started investigating shit. And Where do you think they're going with that angle, dog? Um, she's going to
1: uncover that Franklin's a drug dealer, all the, illegal, the criminal enterprise, the whole nine yards, the family, everything. She's going to be the catalyst.
0: I think, to your point, I agree with you. She's going to be the one to uncover a lot of this shit. But I think more than her, just her uncovering like, yo, Franklin's this big time magnanimous drug dealer. She going to uncover the CIA involvement in this shit. Yeah, probably. She going to get to that. Because it was an article in the newspaper that actually broke the shit. Yeah. And and I'm literally, I'm thinking back to that. And then I'm also thinking to season five of The Wire where they introduced the newspapers And what they were trying to do, even though I I don't think the execution was there in season five of The Wire with the newspaper angle, but what they were trying to do is incorporate like how valuable the fucking media is to uncovering like the real shit. So yeah, Yeah. thinking of that and thinking about what happened in real life and the fact that the media was so important to uncovering this, yeah, I think she's gonna figure out that this shit goes way deeper than Franklin St. killing Andre, More to come there, but in doing her research, she starts following up on Franklin's parents. She realizes that his mom was damn near about to lose her house one minute. And then now she's in months later, she running $2 million businesses that I have shell companies. Yeah. And it was like, I, right. and then she also finds out Franklin's dad, Calvin from paid in full was homeless a year ago. Now he has his own homeless shelter. And like, and they serving free breakfast, three meals a day, and they go all day. That's crazy. It's some. I mean, it's a pretty obvious fucking turnaround. We talked about it a lot when we was watching the show. Why you think Franklin's still at home, like his parents' home?
1: Uh, it's just the rehab, cause I hope. Cause after that, like, get the fuck off it. Get get out of here, dog. Yeah, like Be a supplier. It's you don't need to touch this shit no more. Yeah, and like
0: get get. Just don't do this shit. no more, my nigga like. And I say this with all due respect to how much better Snowfall is compared to a show like Power, but Ghost would never. You think Ghost is still being Queens at the the level he reached? Do they got a top floor at Queens? Nigga. (laughs) If Queensbridge Projects don't have a top floor, Ghost would never, nigga. And I'm thinking back. I don't remember Nas ever rapping about the penthouse at Queensbridge Projects, nigga. So- yeah, Franklin kind of, he kind of underdoing what he should be doing. Like, bro, you have the resources. Why Leon's still staying there? See, Leon's still in the projects now because he feel like he the man in the projects because he he kept work going in the projects. He getting all the little project chicks to come through to his crib. Leon lead the projects, it's going to be real obvious he's not as smart as he think he is. And that's why I think Leon, like, all right, I, I low-key have to steal. I don't have no options. They get all
1: this motherfucking money and they ain't using that shit worth nothing.
0: And then Leon didn't want... He said it very explicitly, even with a little with a little energy behind it. Nigga, you think I was going to work with your fucking Aunt Louie, nigga? I ain't getting this game to... I ain't do all the shit we did to work with no bitch, nigga? And it was like... Or to report to no bitch. That's what he said. And it's like, damn, Leon, you rather stay in the projects than, like, low-key go... Work with Aunt Lou and like, make like What's your beef with Aunt Lou? All the. She lit. First of all, uh, Uncle Jerome, baby mama harder than a lot of you niggas. That's number one. My baby mama harder than a lot of you niggas. I mean, keep it real, <laughs> Um, But That's yeah. A bop, man. By the way. Facts. Mm-hmm. Hope really got to flowing on that shit. I ain't gonna lie. And I. Because I don't like being a hype beast and shit, and this ain't got nothing to do with I know it. what you're about to say. <laughs> I really like that song with him and Nip. Nah, like, oh, okay. I really like that song. It now, grew right? on me. Like, it grew on me. Like I Initially, I was like, it's a good song, but I, I didn't get why niggas was just OD reposting for that whole weekend. Like, it's the greatest song ever made, nigga, da, da, da. And then it was like-
1: Shout, like, out, shout out to Jay for rapping like Nas, nice, but yeah.
0: Nigga, but about I don't know, man. Once the, once the hype wore off and I could listen to it without the whole ass niggas in my ear, I was like, Yo, I this shit kind of fire. I J.D.
1: Nas dishes against him. Mm. Is it... I mean... Is it black girl lost and shorty will
0: owe you for ice? Like which nigga. one it is it, Jay? Because that's yeah. the same
1: thing that you use against Nas, right? Literally,
0: literally. Is it Uchi as in one mic? Nigga, mm. Hove got a lot of Uchi Wallies in one mic. Are nigga. you trying to speak knowledge, nigga? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shit that you gotta learn. No. That ether, that shit that make your soul burn slow, man. Um, yeah. Franklin tried to kick some knowledge to Leon. Yeah, he tried to tell him like, yo, nigga. I know shit was different when I was hurt. Don't get me wrong, nigga. I thought when I was hurt, you would grow the fuck up. Yeah. Thought you would step the fuck up. Because, nigga, here's the thing. If you were who you should be, my aunt shouldn't have had to take over anyway. But I can't introduce you to Teddy. You too hot and too emotional. I'll be honest with you. I don't like Leon. Yeah. yeah. Um, Like, y'all don't like Leon either. Yeah.
1: Outside of the emotional aspect that you, because they grew up, they grew up together. Like he makes
0: horrible fucking decisions. You know the last time we liked Leon, when they banged the glass. When he told that nigga Franklin how to survive in that fucking jail, nigga. That's the last time we liked Leon. Other than that, Leon has not been an asset. In two seasons. And like season one, you was supposed to be the muscle, but you was Dad. acting like a little bitch. You was the nigga, the yo, you fresh out shit. of juvie and you got bodies and all that. And you was the hood nigga and you so dope before. I right, cool. And it's like, yo, to this point, Leon just kind of been a bitch, dog. Like you too emotional. You jealous acting. You think that every time Franklin, Franklin's the natural leader of what it is y'all doing, dog. And you think every time he step up, it's a, a knock on you. Do you see that? Every time Franklin
1: and Leon get into it, Franklin close his eyes. <laughs> like
0: he'd be so frustrated, like, yeah. God damn it, I'm tired of carrying your ass. Cause Leon one of them niggas who don't learn. Like it don't matter how bad it gets. Yo, look at me right now. Shot the fuck up. He niggas he, it's lessons in everything we doing, and you're not picking up on none of them. It's dog. Ignorance is bliss. Like you right. gonna sit there and argue a point. And you think you're right. Shit, you remember when they, um, and I, I don't remember the details exactly, but season two, when Franklin first took Leon to Avi Crib and they ended up getting into some shit. Like, Leon always in some shit. I can't just take you anywhere and have you sort of play the back and, and listen guess what to happens, the
1: business. Leon always come back and apologize.
0: Yep. Oh, man, you know, I'm a bad Or He come back like them GTG niggas was, and it's like, all right, bro, like, yeah, yeah, Leon's not on my uh, on my list of favorites right now because he fucks up the operation. But speaking of fucking up the operation, Franklin and them, so Franklin go to talk to old girl that he talked to at the club and who he apparently knew, and he goes to her apartment because now he got to find out. Even though Manboy said he shot Scully straight up, Franklin got to confirm, is Scully dead or not?
1: Yeah, so he actually um, he went to the crib. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To try to get his parents to to leave. Like, yo, some shit going down. Y'all need to get out. A lot of gang activity. A lot of other activity. These motherfuckers talking
0: about. They don't want us, nigga. What? Yo, Why is his parents so stubborn? Dog? Why they so fucking stupid? Like, come on. And you know what? I'm I'm not gonna say his parents. Why his mom and dad? See, dad ain't dad, stubborn. Dad, the one said we wasn't moving first. See, I don't think Dad's stubborn. I think Dad say shit that he want Mom to like hear him say.
1: Like Dad, be- 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 before I went out tonight, you was trying to pull me back in for a reason.
0: Yeah, you literally stopped me on my way out, like going out. Where you had it? You, you you saw me leave with a pistol. You got that forty five? Is that a forty five or the is 38. that thirty eight? Thirty eight.
1: Now when I came back, I'm like, yo, whatever I need that pistol for. I came back. To explain to y'all that y'all got to get the fuck out. Yeah. How long? A Couple of weeks, maybe longer. Maybe longer. Uh oh my God! They don't. Whatever happened? They don't care about us, nigga. You my parents? They gonna kill you just
0: to make me mad, fam. He like, literally said that. The mom is kind of. She having one of them moments. Where it's, like, just complete obliviousness, right? Like, you don't understand the— game. You remember last season when we were like, yo, if we had to pull a flaw, it was kind of like the speed of the transition of her being down with the gang? In fact, Both of them. Yeah, yeah, because dad wasn't with the shits either. Former Black Panther, homeless, drug addict, all that shit, cool. But he was never with this fucking dope shit, ever. But mom— dad wasn't around dad was homeless season two they was just on yeah. with the team yeah. season two
1: episode one they was just on on, on tips. season three episode one yeah
0: yeah yeah. they came in and it was just like mom like yo i'm the cfo uh cash money brother, cmb nigga and it was like wait a minute my damn and it was like all right i guess this is where avon started right here and sis came through but i think that Maybe she was Yeah, see what I'm saying? She took that operation east, had to get the fuck out of LA. But um she's so she was so quick to get down with the gang. I think that maybe that's kind of why I could see her being this oblivious. Like, you don't realize how deep we in, nigga. You should, because Franklin's very open with her. But it's like, Mom, you flipping these houses and we buying all these cribs and you doing all this shit, cleaning money up and all that. fam. you will go to prison or get murdered. There are two ways out, bro. Niggas are trying to kill us. Like, And I just live in my same neighborhood. Hey, and we live in the same hood. Next door to the cop, I killed. That you and my dad know I killed, but that they reported as a suicide and we left it there. But then his daughter shot me in the back, tried to kill me. I let her live because... In my mind, I know she was right for trying to kill in me. In my mind. Negative. And, and I love her. Yeah, I love her. Um, she a crackhead. You ever fell in love? No, never mind. Nope. Not even going to ask. I was going to ask you if you ever fell in love with a crackhead. But That's a negative. Yeah, no. Nah. And even if it was a positive, I didn't want you to say it on the pod. <laughs> um, but no, nah, like, you know all this shit about what we do and how we do it. And yet. I did like a girl that was addicted to something. <laughs> Wasn't crack.
1: And that's not a double Aunt Andre either. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: had, wasn't a double on Andre. Oh man, but it's like, all right, mom, like you, you have all the fucking evidence that we in some deep shit, and you in because even if Dad don't know, Dad ain't been around since the beginning. Dad was homeless in the beginning. Franklin wasn't really a fan when they start dating again. Which is interesting
1: how he was telling like stories about. Watching Bruce Lee flicks, and yeah, all that shit. yeah. I'm like, like you yeah,
0: around. <laughs> didn't you lead that motherfucker? Like, yeah, man. That VCR, we cut on some Enter the Dragon. Bitch, you left like you was gone, dog. Why
1: you think that? Why did black people have such an affinity for Bruce Lee? Because that's one hundred percent my childhood. Kung Fu in general.
0: I don't know if because it started in the sixties. And in the 70s and early 80s, it sort of went crazy. Um, I don't know if it was with Bruce specifically. I know how open he was to teaching people who weren't Chinese. And I feel like maybe that word got around like, yo, this is something that like most of these practitioners actually don't fuck with other races at all. Like if you walk in that bitch and you black, you're getting called a nigger and turned around. And I'm like, Bruce was like... And you're not going to say anything about it? Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, Bruce was like super cool with it. So I feel like he was just sort of like the cool nigga in Cali. And then as he grew and his classes grew and then he became this big superstar. Why did black people fall in love with these fucking tapes? And but then, so that's that's Bruce. Why we started gravitating toward Kung Fu in general and the Wu Tang series and all that, I have no clue, dog.
1: Every kid, every every young black male growing up, well, a lot of young black yeah. men growing up in the 80s,
0: niggas. Love Bruce Lee. I have a box full of VHS tapes that I inherited from one of my dad's cousins, so one of my second cousins. And it was all, now granted, I grew up doing martial arts, but like he gave that shit to me well before it was like, all right, this is my thing. Like I was probably a year into it and my cousin Bob like, here, nigga, take these tapes. Like, and it's just all old school Kung Fu tapes. And I'm like, all right, I guess this is what we on. I don't know why we gravitated toward that shit. Shit, maybe because a lot of the movies is like hood movies, just Chinese. But a lot of the themes are the same, nigga, family, loyalty, Having niggas turn their back on you and having to get out of shit on your own and all that. Like, it's all the same themes. It's just in bad fucking uh, uh, voiceovers and shit. Yeah. I don't know. But his dad tried to relate to him, told him about some childhood shit, tried to keep him from going out there. Didn't happen, dog. So now when he trying to get his parents out to fucking crib and get them in a hotel they like no nigga moving's not an option it's just not gonna happen i don't really get the stuff they said go to a hotel that's it i'm not even telling y'all y'all have to move but no they said running isn't an option and i'm like fam this ain't running this is protecting like he said y'all motherfuckers on some prideful shit yeah like what the fuck are y'all doing bro and here's the thing y'all are my parents and at the end of the day I know that no matter how much y'all might be aware of what we're involved in. You still don't fucking know. Y'all don't know. And more importantly, I have you involved in this. Y'all wouldn't be doing this if I didn't get involved in this. So appreciate y'all help. Glad y'all was there for me. But uh, I need y'all to listen to me one time because I got to protect y'all. Because if something happens to you, that legitimately falls on me and nobody else, nigga. Like, I can't let that happen, dog. I'm trying to protect my folks at all costs. Now, the unfortunate part is when you got two stubborn ass parents like that, then you got a gang member who you're not sure if you killed or not when you set them up. Then you got another gang member who helped you set up the other gang member, but is also smart enough to look at you and be like, hmm, this nigga be, he had turned his back on a nigga low key who worked for him. Like, let me keep my eye on this nigga. Franklin's a little stressed out, dog. And then you got, all right. It was only two episodes, but I'm going to ask you. We talked about what are they doing with the Mexican shit and Teddy and like sort of where that's going. And we already we've said it a million times. We don't have no issue with the Teddy part. But with the Mexican part where we already can't really figure out what the angle is with old buddy. On a scale of one to ten, ten being the fucking worst. How bad was that scene where they showed the kids birthday party talk? Because that or not how bad, how pointless was that scene where the where the Mexican dude was wrestling with the nephew at the birthday party in the backyard? Um, I think it was
1: only to humanize the uncle because he was getting murdered at the end of the episode.
0: Fam, if they wanted to humanize or even just remind me that he was living with his brother and, and his wife and they son, didn't we see him before he was in a wheelchair? No, no, no. We met him in the wheelchair. Wow. And you remember he pulled the strap out from in the wheelchairs. He looked like he wasn't really with the smoke. And then uh, he had the strap on him at all times. But if you just wanted to show me that the uncle and them was still around, uh, you could have just flashed them or or show me the end of some when he come back to the crib. Like that little birthday party scene was so unnecessary for me, bro. Like one of them. I don't like time wasters. Even on a show that's an hour long, we ain't got to spend too much time on non-important shit. That scene was non-important in a motherfucker. But in general, though, I don't know what they're trying to do with Teddy and the Mexicans. So they spent some time in Tijuana trying to bribe the cops to sort of, what do you say, look the other way right. while we move this work. Like, we're going to be bringing some shit across here, doing this over here. If y'all could turn y'all head a minute, we'll pay you this much. The Tijuana cops is essentially like, nigga, you're going to pay us what the fuck we want. And if not, nigga, I don't I don't know. I don't know about looking the other direction. Sorry. I want to see where they take that angle. But right now it's feeling like same thing we said for the last three seasons. Just focus on the black people. That's all you got to do. Bro. Focus on the black people. You'll you'll have a perfect show if you just focus on the black people. I guarantee all the plots, all the stories, everything that's happening over there is more than enough to keep us entertained. But we'll see where they go if they make sense out of the Mexican shit. Um, as Jay just said, the big Mexican wrestler dude, his brother got killed at the end. Savagely, him and his wife got stabbed the fuck up. Oh, I just put it together. That hundred thousand that was written in their blood on the floor. So that was the Tijuana police. Yeah. Okay. I swear I never. I. I don't know what the fuck I was that thinking about. The whole little story. Yeah.
1: The whole little story. Yep. So when you play it, yep. so. Uh, they got their stuff took. They gave it back to him. They said, "Hey, we had a deal." He said, "No, you didn't have a deal." Um. Y'all, y'all ain't pay us enough. We won yeah. a hundred thousand a month. Yeah. I mean, a week. He like. My man, how you getting this chair?
0: Yeah,
1: were you shot? Was it by somebody you was an enemy with? What would have happened if you'd have just made peace with your enemies? Then, dude was like, All right, fine, we'll give you 50,000 versus the 10 that we offer it, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, And hey, we need 24 hours. He was like, 48 hours. He's like, It just said it too calmly. Yeah, like, All right, yeah, we'll give you 48 hours. He basically just said, You should have made peace with your enemies. Yeah, and since you didn't. I killed your fuck out your family, and I wrote in blood on the floor hundred thousand. Wow. Nigga, need that. What we'll that nigga put? One hundred
0: thousand. Wow. <laughs> the, the other day, I was talking about something the other day, and I was like, "Man, that nigga lost forty thou wow. and nigga didn't know what I meant. And I was like, "I don't, I don't like having to explain that to you." Because, first of all, I spelt out wow. Like, nigga. So you supposed to know, nigga. You got to know what a wall is. And, man. like, come on, bro. Detroit lingo ain't really that difficult, man. Like, you ain't got to fucking decode it. Anyway. I hate um, niggas to
1: try to abbreviate thou by spelling Thaw. <laughs> like, that's already a word, nigga.
0: You can't abbreviate a word into another word. They turn shit into the New Testament, nigga. Like, yeah. But. uh, Oh. Back to the fucking, so we find out, even though Franklin asked Man Boy, Franklin asked Unk, Franklin asked Peaches, Franklin asked a random girl from the club, everybody said, nigga, I think he did, but right, let me find out. We found out, yeah, that nigga wasn't dead at all, dog. Scully in the crib. This nigga got one shot to his shoulder. Scully caught a shot to the shoulder. He high as shit. He poured some more of the fucking dope on the bullet wound take a butter knife, get the bullet out of his arm, didn't go straight through. Once he get the bullet out, and now we know not only is he alive, now he like dog. Gotta kill a shit out that nigga, Franklin, bro. Because you double-crossed me. All right, like... I told you clearly, though, if you try to set me up, it's gonna be a murder, nigga.
1: I don't understand. I don't understand this plan to a certain... I understand it, but like... You thought you was going to murder, like, an entire
0: crew? Franklin? Yeah. Yeah. That's either crew. Yeah. Going back, because, all right, I get it. You take out, actually, if you take out either one of them, both of their lieutenants just died. So you essentially got the number two gone and the number one gone. But, nigga, they're still Bloods and Crips. I thought that he was going to take that story from,
1: uh, Teddy and like yeah. pay somebody on a team to like try to yeah I thought he was gonna start disruption inside the crew and that itself brings them down turn one of the niggas in their crew into Leon yeah yeah and like why you doing that another nigga can take over yeah you control him you know what I'm saying you start some shit in there in the game I gonna give you the money and then we will we'll be cool yeah like I didn't but think nah. he was gonna Try to. That
0: nigga just tried to Raleigh shoot everybody. Cause you on know the what? Blood side.
1: Let's just let's just play this out. All right. With both sides, uh, crazy nigga get killed. Mm-hmm. Now his shit is. Now all the people who fear him and that's super crazy. I don't got a reason to stay out of Inglewood no more. man and now I move in and now I might, you might have a different problem on your hands. Yeah. You got, now you got niggas
0: warring over his empty spot. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, one thing we know about territory. nigga. when the motherfuckers who own it or who, who have it get killed, niggas move in. I mean, we seen that shit with Iraq, Iran, all we, we coked,
1: killed the Taliban. And then you, and another, moved in. another groups start fighting over that. Shit. Hey, same thing with man boy. Yeah. Are you get rid of man boy? And now Compton, which he had the Compton on just lot. wide open. Now what well, if it's six people I got to deal with in Compton now?
0: Man, instead of this one, who yeah. kind of is the, the spearhead? What you do
1: in this situation is I'm starving you niggas out.
0: man, hey. Until y'all fix this shit. Yo, y'all niggas is at war. Y'all war is fucking up the money. Y'all killing innocent motherfuckers in addition to fucking up the money. So guess what? Nobody gets no dope. Now what? I'ma find me some fucking peaceful people, some premieres who could sell this shit and not kill one another so we all could get paid. And I'm gonna do that. Y'all niggas is so focused on fucking war, ain't nobody selling no dough. Fuck
1: is going on? I'd have figured a different i a different plan that come out here, man, and just set both of them up. Now, what they could have did was tell on them niggas. <laughs> 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 you know what i'm saying
0: there's our title
1: <laughs> i mean he tried to yeah but like do a kind of snitching if you make some shit up here's like, the thing do a ghost and uh T- what yeah ghost and tasha what they did to kanan they gotta they get a nigga locked up to get you out of here here's the
0: thing with pay a
1: bitch to say one of them
0: raped her you i don't already care. working with the fucking cia far as I'm concerned, nigga, you, you early with the snitching. I mean, he tried to at, yeah. at, the, at the end. That shit didn't work. he pop, cop thought he was setting him up. Yeah. Like, nigga, you scared. You got the gun. So speaking of that, he told the white cop, yo, I got a problem. This is Andre's old partner, who, if you remember from the episode after Andre got killed, he basically threatened Franklin and told that nigga, I need some dough. I need a little kickback every week. If you want me not to be on your fucking ass, nigga, I need some kickback. So they still working together. So he told him, like, yo, I got a little problem in the streets, man. I can't control this gang shit. So I need you to go find out. Is this nigga Scully still alive? Like, I need you to go find out what's going on over there in the fucking bottoms.
1: No, that's not. No, he said, "Um, I can tell you. You said, y'all heard about that shooting the other day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, I know what happened. Matter of fact, I tell you all the players, shit, I'll give you the gun that most of the people was killed with, yeah. Um, and his and his drugs in there, and his and and on top of that, twenty thousand dollars a pop.
0: Yep, and he sent dog over there, and he like, well, that's Inglewood, ain't my. He like, all right, well,
1: uh,
0: find some motherfuckers who it is, nigga. Dog got with two more cops. They went over there completely unfucking like they had on police uniforms in a non-police car. Like, fam, y'all,
1: three white people in Englewood. They thought three cops were going to show up to a drug, anything anywhere and be like yeah we'll take it just us three
0: yeah like it's not a mel gibson movie drugs don't work like that bro and it didn't work like that here because the three of them pulled up saw the fucking bottoms and realized what we've known all along like yo the niggas got shooters on the balcony the roof why wouldn't y'all get y'all swat team guards at the gate they got a nigga dog even told him like yo you see that truck right there at the gate they use that just to ram any nigga who think he can get through this gate. Until yeah. you come in there with the
1: police truck with the real truck. Like, I went and to the police. the real police battering
0: ram, nigga. So y'all can do this
1: shit. Like, I get it. These niggas got guns and shit like that. They don't want no war with real niggas who know how to actually use them guns. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you definitely don't.
1: Want- gonna get your ass the fuck out of here. Just like the military would get your ass the fuck out of here.
0: And... I mean, no, no disrespect at all, but the motherfucking gang ain't ever and will never be in this situation. At least the gang in the bottoms in Inglewood, bigger than the police. Like we can get more police force down here than y'all have gang members. Like that's just a fact. And to your point, we can get a truck with a battering ram. We can get all the fucking SWAT niggas. We know we got niggas who got guns who actually shoot them. Nah, yeah. aim them. Like, we can low-key get down here real easily, dog, and take shit over. But dog and his his little cop friends pulled up. They saw what the scene was, and they got scared immediately, nigga. And they told that nigga, yo, don't ever involve us in no bullshit like this again. Like, damn, nigga, y'all that shook? Oh, and then they said, uh, which all cops, especially during this era, thought, the monkeys would kill themselves, nigga. We ain't got to go up in there. They'll do it themselves. One line. Damn. Damn. Fucked up part is, one, he wasn't lying. But two, nigga, y'all ain't do what I asked you to do. <laughs> so now I have an additional problem on my hand. And shit, low key, the cop could have a fucking advantage now. Because now I know you shook. Now I know you shook, nigga. And it's just like, Franklin kind of played his hand a little early. on on these two episodes, So what you think is in store for Franklin? Franklin's trying to regain control. And I think him being with the cane, him walking around limping, being hurt, kind of holding his chest a few times, you know, kind of. One nigga called him weak? Yeah, yeah. But I think that that's what they're showing us, not just physically, but even in his sort of ordinance, he's weak because nobody really knows, even the Crip nigga that called him weak, uh, the the number two dude on the Crips with Man Boy right before he got killed was like, yo, nigga, we just take that nigga out. He weak. He lacking. He think he Meek Mill, nigga. What's Going so, out with the chopper. It'd be another Franklin.
1: What's so interesting is, I don't know that Franklin would ever be the, the giant brain that we think he is again. Yeah. Because crack ain't like that
0: (laughs) yeah what we know obviously
1: about what the drug did now let me rephrase that the business side of crack how he's setting up how he's distributing yeah the the process and everything that's good yeah but like how people act where do you you don't have this yet Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying like you haven't dealt with this yet these are new circumstances i think you're gonna live and learn but I don't know. Like, remember when we watched Power mm-hmm. and Ghost was all he always figured that shit out. Yeah, we kind of got that vibe from Franklin. Like, yo, it's gonna it's gonna be some sort of a
0: yeah. Oh, it always how, works out in the end. How
1: is he gonna get through yeah. this one? How is he gonna get himself out of this one? Hey, but like, I don't know. Not saying he won't. I don't know for a fact that he will always be able to get himself out of
0: this one because we know how Crack ended. And so to that point, we know how Crack. We know what crack became. We know what direction it went, um, especially in L.A., right? But what we also know is specifically with crack, like at a certain point, that hierarchy, that nigga at the top became the fucking enemy, dog. He became the op, not intentionally, but because he made more money than we do. And when the niggas at the bottom started realizing how much money was being made at the top, they was coming for heads. That's where all the, the violence spawned from during the crack era. So, Franklin, yeah, I don't see you just being able to kill off one of the heads of the two gangs and continue doing what you're doing. Like, Aunt Lou told you, even if you do kill Scully, none of niggas going to come at you. Man,
1: I would pay good money uh-huh. for a lot of security. Man. Like hire goons, and then just go wipe niggas out,
0: man. At what point, And I'm I'm asking you this. Obviously, we don't sell dope. We definitely wasn't selling crack in the '80s. But at one point, or at what point do you just get out the game? Like, dog, I'm done. Like, Franklin ain't affiliated with a gang. He's obviously he's tied in to Teddy and all the shit he got going on. But I'm like, at what point do you say like, yo, nigga, I have enough money. I'm getting away, dog. Like I'm leaving my family in harm's way. I'm in harm's way. I'm walking around with fucking three bullet holes in me and I'm shot up and on crutch. When the fuck do you just say, fuck it, dog. I got to go. How much is enough? How much is enough? But especially then especially when I got
1: legitimate businesses now, too, I'm in a real estate now. I got my, my bankroll where I can
0: live comfortably. Going back More to ghost on power, dog, the, the shit he was trying to get Tommy and Tasha to understand, like, yo, at a certain point. I just want to live legit, dog. I'm tired, tired of hiding, tired of flipping money, tired of doing it. Like I didn't did all the shit I could do. I don't touch the drugs no more. I'm well beyond that. Nigga, I just want to wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep. Like I, I want a normal life. Right. And I feel like looking at this episode, Franklin's trying real hard to regain power so much so that it's going to be to his detriment. I don't know what's going to happen to Franklin, but it's like, damn, nigga, you want to be more powerful or do you want to, like... Remember, you got on this shit to take care of your family.
1: Yeah. You didn't want to be poor no more. All right, we got there. Fam, we have more than enough money.
0: We have literally multiple houses with rooms specifically for my money. You got it, dog. You got it. On the last, or not the last episode, episode nine of season three, they said them niggas was pulling in a million dollars a day. Or a week, pardon me. What you think is up with Teddy this season? I think Teddy, so you remember season three, his ex-wife slash wife, whatever, estranged wife, I'm going to say that. She fucked the whole thing up. She went to Andre's crib, told Andre what was going on, told him he needed to find a file on Franklin. That's what sent Andre down the spiral that got him killed. Once the operation got blew up, Franklin got fucked up, Avi got fucked up, dog in Mexico had to stop working. Like it was a whole thing. I think after that, Teddy on some rogue shit now. I
1: mean like more so, um, his temperament. Because from season one through mm-hmm. now, he's progressive. I mean, he was like super nerdy and nerdy. Hey. I'm not really sure. He's he on some
0: rogue little, shit. He's a little confident hey. and
1: he's getting darker. Like so much so that he pulled a gun out on hey. Bobby, shot one the focused on like, he's not playing. Hey. Teddy's in too
0: deep. Literally. Word to fucking Makai Fife.
1: But like, I don't think he's like um, paranoid or like worried Mm-mm. about what's going on. Like, it has transformed him. Like, he is
0: a shark now. Yeah. No, I don't think he's paranoid or worried at all. One, I think half the reason he's in too deep and walking around with the confidence that he has is because he knows, "Mm, I have this sort of clandestine, low-key, secret fucking society Global you know, I, bullshit ass thing with the CIA. Like nobody's gonna touch me, dog.
1: You know, I wouldn't I couldn't possibly be uh like an undercover agent like that. Sorry. Especially like you know shit like that. Cause once I get over there and I start making some real money, hey. fuck am I coming back for the other side? I'm a double agent. I was I went in as a single agent for the, <laughs> for the good guys and then turned into a
0: bad guy in real life. Fam Teddy over there literally bribing fucking Mexican police. And you about to have to go to war with him, too. Yeah. Like, he living a whole different life. And then once the war aspect, so to your point about his temperament, once the the Mexican nigga comes back to you and says, dog, they killed my fucking brother. My brother, who was instrumental in helping us get this dope over here, by the way, because it was his old house that we put the fucking uh, tunnel in that we was using to house the dope and get that back over to the across the border. So, once he go back to Teddy and say that, now Teddy going to get on some flex shit. Like, fam, y'all fucking with my operation now. Can't kill a nigga who was helping us move the weight across the border. Now I got to kill y'all. And then once he kills some fucking Mexican police, nigga, throw the whole show away. Because at that point, nigga, it's Teddy right. went rogue. Um, what else I wanted to bring up, dog? Oh, Leon. So Leon and all his... Yo I'm not fucking with Franklin I'm not fucking with Anlu Nigga I do this shit on my own He didn't realize Nigga he running out of work Leon close to the end of the fucking brick He got two bricks Like and, that's it and a, and a whole weekend ahead That's <laughs> it
1: Leon. <laughs> Step on that shit Like nigga that bitch flat Yo. <laughs> we stepped on them many times god damn it.
0: Leon said Step on the some more god damn it And it's like Leon nigga I literally I got nothing for you bro Like if I cook this down anymore nigga we gonna have a pot We gonna be out here With a pot and a pan nigga what you wanna do Leon Mans told him, "Nigga, yo, I got a cousin. We can get some. We can go to his supplier. And this the young boy. This ain't the bodyguard, nigga. This the young boy. Remember him? He was yeah, there. yeah. When he was a regular kid and trying to get down with the gang, and heard about them and shit. And now he done rode with Leon. Yo, why you think him and uh and Fat Boy riding with Leon and not Franklin? Because they always rode with Leon. Shit, just crazy, dog. They like. was Leon people." Like, on on some... It's like, nigga, the Rockefeller split. Like, nigga, Young Guns went with Hove and had a fucking hit single. Nigga, Can't Stop, Won't Stop. And Beans went with Dame and never had another fucking single again. (laughs) Nigga, like, you gotta... Well, that Can't Stop, Won't Stop definitely stopped. I mean, it definitely stopped, (laughs) but niggas had a hit on the move, nigga. Like, you can't... I don't know. Them niggas went with, with Dame Leon, nigga, and unfortunately... He ain't really dame, so he don't know what the fuck to do, nigga. You think you made Franklin? Okay, nigga, make another one. He don't know how, dog. So, young boy tell him, yo, my cousin, we can get some shit from his supplier. And at first, Leon was like, dog, you talking about that fucking weak-ass, yellow-ass dope, nigga? I'm not fucking with that weak-ass, stepped-on-ass shit. And dog was just like, look, man, that's the only fucking idea I got. So, they say fuck it. They go to meet up with the cousin's supplier. They pull up to a dark-ass alley confirmed that this was the correct address and they send a young boy up like yo nigga you go check it out. That's your cousin you go check it out. He set this shit up you check it out. Young boy walk halfway up the alley nigga car lights flash soon as they flash he took it as yeah that's them. Two words um I'm Gone. real niggas took it as uh, that was the bat signal nigga all his motherfucking man's just finna come out and that's exactly what happened niggas start coming out the bushes and shit now I did think that that scene was a little unbelievable cause I'm like fam if they was trying to kill them they'd have killed shit out then yes. there was more than enough time before they ran back to that car and got it started up but I was like alright whatever um, but now that Leon figured out he has a dumb, bumbling, mumbling ass crew, and he can't get no work. You think he's gonna go back, to Franklin? Uh, Franklin.
1: Well, I think yes, because not a day in beef. Uh, Franklin is going to help. Him. I mean, they're gonna be in. They be in touch with each other. Yeah, and he's probably gonna need some money to keep his soldiers up in the, in the neighborhood. So I'm gonna have to give you some work, uh-huh. so you can keep some soldiers around you, because the nigga's not working for
0: free. Facts so so we two episodes in i'm assuming like the others this will be a 10 episode season or the recent uh recent seasons anyway by the end of the season is franklin dead in jail or back on top uh not dead um
1: i can at the end of the season i don't I don't I can see at some point him being in jail and running shit from jail. Um, but I don't think he's gonna be I don't know. Well, in the previews, yeah, somebody said, nigga, we at war with both of our our our, our number one customer. So <laughs> I think he goes to war with Man Boy and uh Scary Nigga. Yeah. Uh so Scully. I, Scully. I don't know how he gets himself out of this one because we don't know any extra characters, so there could be more characters coming in that we just don't know about. But like, Unc ain't getting you out of nothing at all. Lou ain't getting you out, of, like, I don't know how you manage your way out of this without without extra characters. Yeah, uh, uh, Erp or Perp or whatever that uh, is. Lerp. Lerp. yeah. Um, he may be able to uh do a couple things. He got some niggas coming down from Oakland, but I don't know. Yeah, I um. And this is my dilemma, though. What's up? Like, I want to do. Do I root for Franklin? Mm. AKA the destruction of the black family. I mean, we do this shit every season. Like, how how do we do we? Man, I want him to sell crack better. Man, I want
0: him to get it as many as people as possible. Have the easiest work. Like, what are we? What do we? What do we? I mean, going back to season three, his mom said something to him. I think it was his mom. It could have been his dad. It was one of his parents. But they said, um, and they was talking about melody. Um, who we going to talk about in a minute, but they was talking about Mel and they said um, some like nigga, she's addicted to the drugs you sell that you brought into this community. Like You did this. This is on you. This literally falls on no one but you, Franklin. So to your point, how do you root for a nigga that destructed an entire community of people? But not just like a single community, but like a national community of people. Like you fucked up the whole race and the whole like dope trajectory and no pun intended on dope. But you fucked up the great trajectory that black people had by doing this one selfish thing. Talking about you trying to take care of your family. And again, you go back to, OK, well, wins enough enough. Nigga, not until you polluted the whole fucking black race. And now that we got polluted, nigga, we all fucked up now. Like, It's all fucked up now. Like, what am going to do now? It's all fucked up Come now. Come on, dog. So, um, speaking of Melody, the little journalist lady, after she learns more about Franklin and Andre and that whole shit, she goes on a fucking quest to find Melody. Um, she finds her aunt in Tyler, Texas, who we met last year after Andre got killed. She goes to her crib and finds Melody in... At the auntie's house. So, and drugs
1: have been wiped from her body yep. b- via the, the, the,
0: the word and the Holy Spirit. So, first of all, do you think Melody gets back on drugs this season? No. I think she gets back on and I think she ODs when she does. I think it's the last season we're going to see Mel. Like, it's going to be real, like, positive. I don't do that shit no more. Something's going to fuck with her and make her want to do just a little taste. And when she do it, she's going to die. And Franklin going to really, like, no. Like, this is because of me. And like,
1: I think she going to be the linchpin to the article that um, old girl is writing. Oh, yeah. I can that, see that for sure. That
0: may put Franklin in jail. I can see that for sure. Um, if she stays in Texas, I don't see it. Yeah. I can see it for sure. I do think that, oh, girl, like, just jumping up and emerging at Mel's aunt's crib will definitely have Mel intrigued to get back to L.A., though. Like, I don't see her being in Texas the whole season. Plus, it'd kind of be pointless to bring her character back if she's not going to be involved. You know what I'm saying? But not only not involved, but you got her in a whole other state. Like, that yeah. just wouldn't make sense. Um, Any other characters we miss? We didn't, uh, we ain't seen much of Avi this episode. Like we had a, or these two episodes, we had a little bit, but.
1: Avi yeah, fucked up some guns and shit.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: another reason, Franklin can't quit because
0: he is, didn't he get blackmailed into doing this shit? By Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. In the, the parking lot scene. And he essentially told Teddy, nigga, I'm not going nowhere. I'm a fuck with you, but you in for a ride too, nigga. And I'm using you for protection. Like, I'm going to sell this dope. I'm going to essentially do whatever I want to do with this crack. But you keep me out of fucking police way. And if you could do that and keep the legal side off my ass and make it so that when we both look up and we done with this, we still alive. Nigga, yeah, I'm going to do my thing, but I need you. But Teddy was just like, whatever, nigga, you my bitch. Me and my bitch. And Franklin even told him, like, nigga, I ain't going to be nobody's slave. That's why I'm working with you because I want to do it on my terms. But. Nigga you don't have to it's CIA It's the government you don't have no terms The terms is whatever I decide to do. Yeah nigga terms is literally On them dog so Yeah man Franklin got End of the season To answer my own question You know my theory same shit I said On power at a certain point these Niggas have to go to prison or get killed before you like if I'm gonna continue believing it as you give it to this me, still early. This is very early in the crack game. I think they said
1: this is like 1985 or 86. Yeah,
0: this is very early in the crack game. Uh, um, I
1: guess the the first one was like 83, 84. Yeah, and this is gonna be like 85, 86s. It's January 1st and just hit New Year's. So, um, yeah,
0: early 85. Um, we need. Again, for me to keep things feeling believable, I need Franklin to get a larger and more diverse crew. Like, your crew, literally, your muscle is Unc and Aunt Lou and- Well,
1: to an extent, like, that's cool because he don't sell drugs like that, though. Yeah. Like, I'm the distributor- but, so like I I keep a small crew because I only trust a small amount of people and I'm not meeting yeah. I'm only meeting with just like
0: the heads of of but niggas. See, now we're beyond drugs. Yeah. Now you got two warring gangs. Yeah. Looking for you, which is why he got lerp.
1: Yeah. He got a, a nigga who was um uh the military. Re- I mean he was in the seal, not the seals, but he was in a marine. Yeah. On a recon unit, aka uh, what was uh old boy name and dead presidents Lorenz tate character yeah. like anthony yeah. you remember anthony yeah Anthony. um so like yeah he was like "Are oh, you, you hiring mercs now yeah like yo you know things is, <laughs> things are what they are like with that shit i'm like all right my nigga yeah since you do this recon shit i need you and some homies to go wipe these dope dealing niggas out
0: for the one time though
1: they just kids with guns. Y'all niggas are grown men with strategy and tactics.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get your recon on, please. And at a certain point, that's like, the
1: part I feel bad about because I want you to go kill other black men.
0: But it's like I mean, yes, for feel the, bad for, about that for my enjoyment to watch on TV. Yeah, feel bad about you that. Know what you what I'm feel saying? like a horrible person, but. Teddy, if you don't do that for me, at this point, like, what are you providing exactly? Like, Cheap dope. Cheap I mean, good dope. You and like they me said, to... like, like Lou said,
1: yo, the only thing that's keeping us afloat is this dope at this price and this and quality, because yeah. if it wasn't
0: that, we was out. Yeah. I don't know. Teddy got to, he got to figure it out um because right now he just feels useless and it's like you can't keep every time you see him franklin holding like street shit over him like even with the gang shit when he told him like yo get your boys in control nigga franklin kind of asked for a little help and teddy was like nigga i don't get involved in gang shit nigga fuck is the fuck i look like goddamn whatever his title is at ca like nigga, i don't know that sound like poor people shit you handle the gangs And nigga, let me go over here and be great and I'll connect with you when I, you know what I'm saying, when I need to contact you, I'll get at you. I just don't like it, man. Right now, Teddy is, Teddy up and he's stuck. I don't know what that means, but I like when people say it. I mean, in real life, one thing Teddy can do, if he was going to do
1: anything, is get niggas arrested. Man. Because, like, Man. what else you want me to do? I mean, I at this point, I'm assassins. trying to figure out
0: what the purpose of of Teddy's character is. Because, to your point, like, yeah, you can get niggas arrested, but he not doing that. He ain't going after well, none I, of the big I, fish. He but
1: That wouldn't that wouldn't benefit me, though. Yeah. Matter of fact, I need y'all niggas to keep selling drugs. At this amount, yeah. Because the more that you sell, the more money I get. The more money I get, the more I can find this uh, funness. Illegal war with Nicaragua, yeah, man, and the Sandinistas and all that other shit. So I, it's not, it doesn't benefit me for y'all to stop selling drugs.
0: So, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like. Again, to your point, I don't like new, dark, unpredictable Teddy. I liked when I knew that Teddy was on the wrong end of the right side like he was trying to do shit right but he was going about it the wrong way every time and doing sneaky shit and being mad cia about shit but we knew that though now it's like i right, i can't do that. that nigga in mexico eating fucking chalupas and shit nigga relax as fuck and it's like i right, you grew the beard out got the dark hair nigga is you like mean or is you still CIA like you let me know dog you gang or CIA because
1: all the money he touching ain't no way I'm doing that shit for a $40,000 salary ain't no
0: fucking way shit might be less than that back then to be honest dog because there's some niggas still doing that right now for the 40 ball so um is that everybody dog I think so. I think that's all the characters, yo. Unk killed the nigga.
1: Seemed like he just... Yeah, Unk shot a nigga
0: dead in the head and then had PTSD immediately. Yeah.
1: Um, In the preview, it looked like uh, Auntie gonna get sick. She in the
0: hospital doing something.
1: Um, Looked like uh, Leon and Franklin aren't making up anytime soon.
0: And it looked like Mel was all in on talking to that fucking journalist. So... Maybe the journalist gets her out of Texas and back to L.A. to come tell her story. She come tell these GTG niggas what she know. Nigga, his pops is telling the GTG niggas what he know.
1: Man, don't get he got he got he fell for the okie doke.
0: I mean, good cop. cop. So the journalist walked up into the homeless shelter to go talk to Pop, and um, she immediately connected with him on some. Yo, you remember Fred Hampton, right? He, his body sense went up like, who told you that? Man. But then when he says some Frank Hampton shit. Yeah, and then they like started talking about uh, the Panthers and started talking about um, what's, what's the young boy that got killed in 67? Bobby Hutton. Bobby Hutton. They got to talking about Bobby Hutton and doing all that. And next thing you know, Pop's like, man, give me your card. I'll be in touch. Like, damn, Pop, you just went for a little. Like, that's a social studies book. Like, she didn't tell you much information, though. Hunter-Gatherer, right? Like, come on, bro. But he took that, and that was all he needed. And now between Pops and between having Mel, I think she might be, yeah, they're going to use her to blow shit up. But she's going to dig too deep, and she's going to learn about Teddy. That's what I think is going to happen, man. Uh, Final thoughts on the episode, bro. Uh, Good episode. Can't wait to –
1: I'm probably watching – watch both of them again yeah and i can't wait the next week
0: yeah man definitely excited about next week i thought these were two really strong premieres i personally would have just packaged it as a two-hour premiere but that's me fuck it y'all get more views separating the show i'll be honest um i would just drop one episode well it was funny when i said uh we two episodes in, we we only getting 10 if the recent seasons are, you know, any indication. Nigga, now we only got eight left. Like, we already what was there. the
1: point of two hours tonight?
0: I have no clue why they no, came I, back that I strong. I would love more content, yeah, but Yeah, give now. me Snowfall all day. Y'all could Netflix and give me the whole goddamn series. I wouldn't be mad, but I don't know why they dropped two on a premiere night. I would have went with the one and then ran it back 90 times like they have been doing for three seasons. Nevertheless- Y'all let us know what y'all thought about this episode. Let us know what y'all thought about the pod. We will be back next week. We're definitely going to rewatch these episodes. So as we uncover more information, we'll make sure we bring it to the next pod and let y'all know. Um, The thread will be up later today. I'm going to put that up this afternoon. I'm back in Facebook for all our loyal listeners who follow in the Facebook group. I will be back available. I just got a notification that I can get on there at 11.08 a.m. So, cause I thought I could just get on at February 25th, but no, they said specifically 24, or I'm sorry, seven full days from exactly when I got suspended. So 11.08 AM, I got Facebook access. I'm gonna be back in a group. Thread coming up probably around like noon, yep. and it's late. And uh, give us our fucking flowers. Hey. Because it's 2.10 AM. 2.10 in the morning. It is Thursday morning. Me and Jay are not off work. <laughs> I just want y'all to know My alarm clock is going off at 6 o'clock <laughs> Like it does every day And I am not gonna be happy about it Um, Sad part is I might have been up Had I been at the crib anyway But when I'm at home I'm at home, nigga And
1: a nigga just texts me at 2, 10 a.m. And when I mean a nigga I mean like an actual Like man.
0: an actual man? Like, I don't understand Oh, wow <laughs> I That's mean, uh, yeah. Nigga Wayne texts me, uh, what up, Weez? That nigga text me at like 12-something talking about the Fred Hampton line, and I looked at my phone like, Weez, you know, you a goddamn man. This is funny. Don't hit me up past nine o'clock, man. To, to watch a YouTube video. <laughs> like, nope, nope, nope. Um, but look, man. Shout out to the money. Shout out to all the homies, man. Shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to everybody who rocking with us. Again, respect the gods. We in here at 2.11 a.m. I'm going to apologize now if the energy started out low or if we missed anything in the episodes, because guess what? We just watched them bitches. I'm tired, nigga. And I'm tired as fuck, because <laughs> I actually came up here like fresh off work. I still got work to do likewise um yeah man but we back don't ever think we gone for all the people who uh who hit us and was like yo where y'all at y'all ain't drop a pod monday or tuesday nigga cuz snowfall come on wednesday baby shout out to
1: y'all who just put two and two together and did y'all arithmetic
0: yeah and didn't like come at us crazy man we we in here snowfall is back um do we have any other like content coming up that we might review um Uh, Eddie Murphy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That drops uh, in March. Um, Coming to America 2. We gonna be all over that. We gonna give y'all an unbiased review. But I'm also, to make sure that we sound great, make sure I do all the history on coming to America 1 (laughs) and learn as much cool shit as I can. Um, Yeah, man. Snowfall back. Franklin back. Aunt Louie back. She not pregnant no more. Nigga, that baby 12. We out here. In the meantime, I'm at That's Jay. It's 2.12 in the morning. We got to get the fuck up out of here. We will see y'all next week. This Week in Culture, episode 147. We out.